0: Father, we thank you for this morning. We'll lift your name on Accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Thank you for putting the devil to shame. Thank you for the victory you have given us this morning. Oh, thank you for your presence. Thank you for grace. Father, accept our thanks in Jesus' name. We do not take it for granted, Lord, that we are able to come together to worship you. Father, accept our thanks in Jesus' eh? name. It is the beginning of a new thing. Divine manifestation. In the name of Jesus. Divine lifting. In the name of Jesus. Divine performance. In the name of Jesus. Divine remembrance. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for the testimonies of today. Thank you, Lord. We receive, O oh Lord, that which you have given unto us. Amen. We receive that which you are still giving. We receive that which you are yet going to give. Amen. We love you, Lord. Amen. As you go into all go with us. Amen. Speak unto us and teach us. Amen. For we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's have our seats. We are welcome. We are welcome. We are welcome. The Lord we have come to meet today will meet with us in Jesus' name. Amen. I can assure you, He has done something. And the blessings of this day will powerless in Jesus' name. Amen. You will not remain the same in Jesus' name. Amen. Tell somebody, I will, I will not remain the same. You will live here with a testimony in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You can have your seat. You can have your seat. Praise the Lord. Amen. Psalm 136. Psalm 136. We are going to read verse 26. Psalm 136, verse 26. Last Sunday, we looked at verse 25. Mm -hmm. Psalm 136, verse 26. Mm -hmm. Oh, give thanks unto the God of heaven for his mercy endureth forever. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. This morning, I know it's a topic we're going to start, and we'll continue next Sunday. But we are going to be discussing what I call the God of heaven. What did I say? The God of heaven. The God of heaven. heaven. We are all very familiar with the word heaven. The name heaven. We said as Christians, as children of God, we are running a race. To where? To To heaven. To heaven. And once the race is ended, once the race is over, we are all looking forward To a time that we will stand before the Lord. That he will say unto us, welcome, good and obedient servant. I pray that will be your portion in Jesus' name. Because he will say unto some people. What will he tell some people? Depart from me, for I know you not. I I pray God will know you. I pray Jesus will know you. I pray you will have a place in heaven. Because unfortunately, brethren, Brethren, some people will have no place in heaven. They will get to that, great, that gate of heaven. Like uh, some of the things they normally tell us. I don't know if, if, it's, if I don't know how they got to that. They say there's a Peter's gate or something like that. And Peter will say, oh, your name is here, enter. Oh, your name is here, don't enter. I don't know about Peter. But I know there's a heaven. I know some people will get there. I know some people will miss it. You will not miss it in Jesus' name. The God of heaven the first thing we need to take note of is that heaven is a place. True or false? Somebody is not sure. Heaven is a place. True or false? It's a simple exam, right? You either get 100% or you get zero. (laughs) Heaven is a place. That's why Isaiah chapter 66 verse 1. Isaiah 66 verse 1. It says, Thus said the Lord, the heaven is my throne. And the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you built unto me? Where is the place of my rest? It says where? The heaven. So that there is no confusion. You know, they tell us that uh, there are three heavens. The first heaven, the second heaven, the third heaven. The first heaven is the atmosphere that we know about. That. This one, you look at the sky. That's what is called the first heaven. The second heaven is the place of spiritual warfare. The place of what? Because that's where all the demons and uh, whatever, the, 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 the disciples of the devil, that's where they are. And the third heaven is what the Bible refers to here as the heaven. Is somebody with me? The heaven. Now look at it. We are here on earth. And between us and what the Bible calls the throne of our God is the second heaven. Does that tell you anything? It tells you that (laughs) opposition is natural for you as a child of God. But you will overcome. Is somebody assured of that? I say you will overcome in Jesus' name. That the devil opposes you, opposes what God has given unto you, opposes what God is giving unto you, should not surprise you. When the devil was chased out of heaven, he found no other place than to create a temporary abode. Between the throne of God and where we are here. But do you know, God did not say heaven is my throne and the second heaven is my full stool. Where is his full stool? So, his legs pass through the second heaven to the earth. Mm -hmm. Is that not so? So, all the powers, all the wives, all the deception of the devil, all they can do is scratch the leg of God. (laughs) Is that not so? That's even if they are able to move near. That's why The Bible says, the devil is where? Under your feet. Tell somebody, the devil is under my feet. feet. Tell your neighbor, the devil is under your feet. feet. So he said, heaven is my throne. The earth is my footstool. As many as the Lord has opened their eyes to see the place called hell, you will not go there in Jesus' name. You are made to understand that, you see, the heaven it's above. There's a place called the hell. And where is it? It's beneath. It's beneath. So when we say the devil is under your feet, his house is, you can't even see, his house is deep underneath the ground. I pray that you will not know it. Amen. I say, I pray that you will not know it. Amen. The Bible makes us to understand that God created heaven and the earth. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning, God did what? God created the heavens and the earth. He created the heavens and the earth. The earth, you are told, was without form and void. Darkness was upon the surface of the earth. But one thing happened. The Spirit of God did what? Moved upon the face of the waters. That should give you an assurance whatever you are passing through, whatever you are experiencing, the Spirit of God is still moving. The Spirit of God has not stopped moving. He's still doing glorious things for the cha- for the children of God. Because as the Spirit of God began to move, then God spoke. And He's going to speak to someone here today. Amen. I say He will speak to someone here today. Amen. The Lord spoke and said, let there be. And the Bible says, there was. So all that needs to happen is for God to speak. And that your situation, God is speaking into it. You will not live here today without hearing the word of God in Jesus' name. And that word of God that you hear will benefit you. We are talking about the God of heaven. And there are three things I want us to take note about this God of heaven and then we'll round up. Number one, the God of heaven is the owner of heaven and earth. The God of heaven is what? The owner of heaven heaven and earth. And that's very important. When you recognize that he is the owner of heaven and earth, it becomes easy for you to give your substance to him. Because you realize that everything that you have belongs to who? It belongs to God. The Bible says, what do you have that was not given unto you? It says, if it was given unto you, why do you act as if what? As if it was not given unto you. When Melchizedek, the king of Salem, when he met Abraham, after he had battled, were the kings of Sodom. The Bible says, he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. Our God owns heaven and earth. And blessed be the Most High God, which has delivered thy enemies into your hand. And that was very prophetic. I want to tell someone here today, God will deliver your enemies into your hand. Amen. I said, God will deliver your enemies into your hand. Amen. I want you to realize one thing. There's nobody that doesn't have enemies. True or false? Everybody. Even if you behave as if you have none, it doesn't take the fact that you do what? You have one. But the Bible says, the God of heaven and earth is in the business of delivering your enemies into your hands. So, what did Abraham do in response? The Bible says, he gave him tithes of all. Abraham gave unto Melchizedek tithes of everything that he brought from the battlefront. It doesn't cost God anything to change your situation overnight. Do you realize that? In the case of Joseph, Joseph was a forgotten prisoner. But the night that God decided that, "Ah ah-ah, Joseph, you've been there long enough, The Lord is telling somebody, you've been there long enough. You've been in that situation long enough. The night that God decided that Joseph must come out, tell somebody Joseph must come out. What happened? God gave Pharaoh a dream. When he saw that one dream is not enough, what did he do? He gave him a second one. And he ensured that Pharaoh did not forget the dreams, but Pharaoh did not understand the dreams. He woke up and he was troubled. At that point in time, Only one man on earth could interpret that dream. And who was that man? Joseph. Joseph. You see how God plans his things? He has put some things in place. I think I've shared this testimony with us before. There was a place I worked when I was new in Canada. I went to that office as an accountant. My boss was new on the job. And they had a problem with their bank account. And she had tried to, do reconci- to, to reconcile that account for about a week. When she could not find neither head nor when she abandoned it. And so they, came, they I was brought to that company as a, a temp, you know, as just a temporary person for one week. Within two days, she gave me the thing. You know, those of us that are familiar with accounting in Nigeria, that we specialize in what is called incomplete records. Just give them one, two, three things. They will, it's part of our exams. They will dig this out, and they will prepare a complete uh, balance sheet and reconcile consider for you. So the man gave it to her, I mean the woman gave it to me. Within two days, I reconciled the account. She was surprised. I was supposed to be in that company for two weeks, I mean for one week. I worked in that company for three years. And I left when I got a better job. What about I try to make out? There is something God has put in your hands that no other person has. It is what God wants to use. To do what? To make way for you. In fact, others will come. It will be impossible for them. And that's why you must not allow people to discourage you. Ah, they will tell you in this country they don't do it that way. Ignore them. Do what? Ignore them. Like I told us two weeks ago, my own case is different. That's why my case is different. It doesn't matter what they are saying to discourage you. Your case is different. We are talking about the God of heaven. The God of heaven. When it was time for me to leave, and I told them, Madam, you told me I was going to leave, and I didn't tell you that. I didn't tell you that. They already impressed money to take over from me. Do you know the person they employed to take over from me? Came and joined me. So now, instead of them having one staff working with the manager, there were not two of us. That lady left me there. I stayed there, committed all my exams until I got a better job. God will make way for you. Amen. I said God will make way for you. Amen. God will open doors unto you. Amen. Psalm 24 verse 1 says, The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Amen. The world and they that dwell therein. That includes you. Amen. That includes all that you have. And you know what? It includes your boss. It includes that man that will give you that job. That's what the Bible says. The hearts of kings and princes. They are in whose hands? The hearts of kings and princes are in God's hands. They are in God's hands. Our God is the owner of heaven and earth. So he can give unto his children anything in heaven and on earth. When it was time for Joseph... (laughs) The king had no interpretation until Joseph was brought in. And Joseph interpreted the dream. And he was in from the prison within 24 hours. Joseph became the prime minister of Egypt. Where you are going, you will get there. Where God is leading you, you will get there. In the name of Jesus. Because God is the owner, the possessor of heaven and earth, he can give Anything in heaven and on earth to his children. In Genesis 27, verse 28, Genesis 27, verse 28, when Jacob was blessing, uh, uh, I mean, when Isaac rather was blessing Jacob, he said, Therefore, God give thee of the dew of heaven, of the fatness of the earth, and plenty of corn and wine. Ah, somebody is not saying amen to that. I will repeat that again. I said, God give thee of the dew of heaven. Yeah. God give thee of the fattest of the earth. Yeah. God give thee plenty of corn and wine. Yeah. In other words, your store will overflow. Yeah. And that will be your portion in Jesus' name. Yeah. When Jacob was now blessing Joseph, in Genesis 49-25, verse Genesis 49-25, verse this is Jacob now blessing Joseph. He said, even by the God of your father, who shall help thee? Who is God talking to there? There's someone that God will help. Somebody is not sure. Uh, God will help me. God will help Christ chapel. In the name of Jesus. He said, even by the God of your father, who will help thee? And by the Almighty, who shall bless thee? Now, look at the blessings. The blessings of heaven above. The blessings of the deep that light under. The blessings of the breast. The blessings of the womb. <laughs> Brethren, that's what I call complete blessing. Tell me complete blessing. God will bless you completely in Jesus' name. Blessings with which there is no looking back. That will be your portion in the name of Jesus. We don't have time to be analyzing each of those things that are highlighted. The blessings of heaven, the blessings of the deep, you know all the minerals on earth. Where are they found? Underneath the earth. All the minerals. Oil that has made nations rich and has made nations poor. Where is it? In the deep. Underneath the earth. Rare minerals. Common minerals. Gold. All of them. Where are they found? In the deep. And then it says the blessings of the breast. Do you realize that when a woman gives birth to a child, for as long as that child wants to drink milk, there's milk in the breast. For as long, if the mother does not stop the child, even if the child is seven years old, and wants to continue taking breast milk, there's what? There's milk. It doesn't stop. And that's why, when our mothers decide that, ah, you've been taking breast milk for one month, I mean for six months, for one year, for two years, I'm going to stop, there is a pain. That they go through for two, three days. True or false? Our mother said, Can answer, I say mean, true or false? For two, three days, when they decide to stop breast milk, I mean, giving the child breast milk, there is a pain they go through. Because the breast, I mean the milk is supposed to flow continuously. But you are going to a point where you say, No, no more. I'm not giving this boy or this girl breast milk again. And the blessings of the womb. The womb incubates. The womb builds. When there's conception, when a child is conceived, nobody knows. No scientist knows. As we are here today, what month is this? February. February. 9 plus 2 is 11. We are going to have some children in November. I say we are going to have some children in November. We are going to have some children in November. And as I'm talking to you now, the parents don't know yet that conception has taken place. But it shall come to pass. In November, this year we will begin to rejoice. Because God has done it. The womb nurtures. The womb builds. And after nine months, we have twins. After nine months, we have triplets. Remember this, this is the year of, uh, of, uh, what's the, the year of what? Double. Double portion. So that I'm not starting with one, I'm starting with two. And the Lord is giving them to us in Jesus name. Yeah. Yeah. So the first thing we said is that He is the owner. He's the owner of of heaven and earth. Number two, he enforces covenants. He does what? He enforces covenants. Covenant. Covenant. that's very important. When you look at Genesis 24, verses 3 to 8, you see where uh, uh, Abraham sent his servant to go and look for a wife for his son. And it's a, it's a lengthy uh, 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 passage. I will make thee swear by the Lord, the God of heaven, the God of the earth, that thou shalt not take a wife unto my son of the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I, d- I dwell, but thou shalt go to my country. Unto to my kindred, and take a wife unto my son Isaac. And the servant said unto him, Peradventure, the woman will not be willing to follow me unto this land. Must I bring your son again to the land from which thou came? And Abraham said unto him, Beware that thou bring not my son hither again. The Lord God of heaven, testimony the Lord God of heaven, which took me from my father's house. And from the land of my kindred, which spoke to me, and swear unto me, saying, Unto your seed will I give this land. He said, He shall send his angel before thee, and thou shalt take a wife unto my son from thence. Verse 8. If the woman will not be willing to follow thee, then thou shalt be clear from this my oath. Only bring not my son hither again. Abraham knew that God will fulfill what he has promised. That you just do what I ask you to do, and I want to tell someone here today: whatever God has promised you, He will fulfill. I said He will fulfill. All that is needed is your own simple obedience, not complicated one. Without obedience, simple obedience. He asked for that young man to go. He said, "Go." If the woman will not follow you, you are free. But he knew. He knew. The woman saw the circumstances and the sequence of events that brought Abraham's servant to the well and to uh, uh, Laban's house. I said, ah, this can only be who God. When they were sitting telling her, eh, let's wait, she said, no, I'm ready to follow this one. If my husband is waiting for me in the land of Canaan, what am I staying here doing? And I mean, you have confirmed he's the servant of Abraham. He's of your kindred. He went back to the family of Nahor. She said, I'm ready to go. That which is yours will come to you. Somebody does not like that prayer. I said, that which is yours will come to you. I want to pray for you again. It will be impossible for anybody to withhold that which belongs to you. (laughs) <laughs> it's only if God has not spoken. Once God has spoken, the word for someone here today is fear not. The word for someone that is listening me online is what? Fear not. Fear not. He has spoken, he will do it. There's a song that says, He has promised he will never fail. I will hang on him. I will hang on him, he has promised, he will never fail, his faithfulness is forevermore, his faithfulness is forever. That's the word of God for someone here today. That's the word of God Was someone who is listening to me. He has promised he will never fail. His faithfulness will endure, for, will endure forever. Psalm 94, Psalm 94, verses 9 to 10. He enforces covenant because he sees and knows all things. He that planted the ear, shall he not hear? He that formed the eye, Psalm 94, verses 9 to 10, shall he not see? Verse 10. He that chastised the hidden, shall he not correct? He that teacheth man knowledge shall not he know. So he sees and he knows. That's what he sees sees. and he knows. knows. That's why he enforces covenants. We all know 2 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9. The first part of it says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. Brethren, those eyes of the Lord are here today. What is he looking for? He wants to show himself strong. On behalf of those whose heart is perfect towards Him, so the question is, how is your heart towards God? Our God is a God that enforces covenant, but your heart must be right towards Him. And the third point I want to I want to bring out. The first point we said was that He's the, what was the first point? Let me ask us. Is what? The owner of heaven and earth. That's the first one. Number two, he enforces covenant. And number three, the God of heaven is a helper. The God of heaven is what? Is there someone here that needs the help of God? I need the help of God. And I will obtain that help in Jesus' name. Amen. If you need his help, you will obtain that help in Jesus' name. Amen. In the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 33, 33, verses 26 to 28. Deuteronomy chapter 33, verses 26 to 28. There is none like unto the God of Jeshurun, that's another name for Jacob, who rideth upon the heaven in thy help, and in his excellency on the sky. The eternal God is thy refuge. Underneath are the everlasting hands. He shall thrust out the enemy from before thee. Who is God talking today? He shall thrust out the enemy from before thee Amen. and shall say, Destroy them. Verse 28. Israel then shall dwell in safety alone. Amen. You will dwell in safety. Amen. I said, You will dwell in safety. Amen. I said, You will dwell in safety. He said, The fountain of Jacob shall be upon a land of corn and wine. His heavens shall drop down dew. In other words, whereas we some people are operating under what the Bible calls a closed heaven. He said, but in your own case, your heavens will do what? Drop down to you. Your heavens will be open. Amen. Your heavens will bring blessings unto you. Amen. Of course, we all know Psalm 46 from verse 1. it says, God is our refuge and strength. Testimony, God is my refuge. And my strength a very present help in trouble. So whatever you are going through today, I want to tell you, God is here to help you. I said, God is here to help you. Look at verse 2 there. He said, I will not fear. We will not fear. Though the earth be removed, though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, verse 3, though the waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, You know the Lord already spoke to someone here today that fear not, and the Lord is telling us here that look, He said even if the earth be removed, if the mountains are carried into the so if there is a a, an earthquake, if there is a tsunami, I mean tsunami is what will carry a mountain and throw it into the sea, He said our heart will not be troubled because God is our refuge and strength. So let this God complete what is working out in your life. Let this God perfect what he has started in your life. He has promised he will never fail. In your situation he will not fail. That which he has started he will complete. In fact, I want to congratulate somebody for being in this service today. Tell someone congratulations. Congratulations. Because there shall be a divine manifestation upon your life beginning from this day because the god of heaven is here today for you and you alone let's bow down our heads let's bow down our heads let's bow down our heads the god of heaven i know he has spoken unto you i know there's a promise he has given unto you but before we begin to claim those promises before we begin to actualize those promises you have to make sure that there is no doubt that you are a child of God. You have to ask yourself, have I given my life to Jesus? Am I born again? If you are not born again, you cannot claim those promises. If you are here, you are not born again. If you are watching online, you are not born again. You can raise up your hands while you are, and we are going to pray together. Because God desires your eternal, uh, eternal rest, eternal joy. If you are not born again and you want divine attention right now, just say, Lord Jesus, I come before the throne of grace. I say, come into my life. Come into my heart today. Come in to stay. Write my name in the book of life. Begin to fulfill your promises concerning me. You are a covenant-keeping God. Let those covenants be, be perfected. You say you can help. Arise for my help. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. You are going to pray. Let's all rise on our feet. Just one prayer point. Just one prayer point. We are talking about the God of heaven. Very soon, you say, God of, heaven, God of heaven, arise for my help. For my help. You, you know what? Your help, the help you need, is different from the help I need. Everybody here today has one different thing or the other that you desire. But there is a God that knows it all. Open your mouth and pray. I say, God of heaven, arise for my help. In the name of Jesus. Arise for my help. Arise for my help, God of heaven. Arise for my help, oh Lord. Arise for the help of Christ Chapel. Arise for the help of every one of your children. Arise for my help, God of heaven. I rise for my help, O oh Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Father, we thank you. We live to anymore night. Amen. Accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father, for what you have done. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you are doing. Thank you, thank you for what you continue to do. You, be magnified in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, that which you have done today shall be permanent. That which I have spoken to our lives have be permanent. Amen. We have prayed for your help. I rise for our help in the name of Jesus. Amen. Take control and have your way. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father. You. We love you, Lord, for we have prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.